Blog Talk Radio. Conservative Revolution. A.J. Bruno is on now. Liberals, you have a man to fear. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you uh, for that patriotic opening. It was great to have it. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to an all-new season of the A.J. Bruno Show. I know the show has been missed terribly. It has been. Um, we took a bit of a break, um, and now we're back. We have plenty to talk about here. A lot has happened since our last program. And, uh, hey, if you want to call up, partake in the show, uh, you can either press the microphone button on the show page and talk via mic, or you can call up at 347 347- 308-8073 is the number if you want to talk. Okay. Um, so basically from today through the 15th, we're going to have a new episode every night, 10 Eastern, a full hour of me. You get nonstop, almost two weeks of uh, Dr. Bruno here. It should be good times. And, uh, hey, I'm glad everyone's along for the ride. So why don't we get right down to it? Okay. <clears throat> First, I want to go back to these elections. I know they're about a month ago now. Um, but, you know, the left tries to pass it off as, oh, you know, it's a, just a midterm election. Uh, these things happen. It fluctuates back and forth. Well, it's a bit more than that. Um, perhaps people are finally realizing that, oh, wait, we made a mistake. We're not getting this, this hope and this change we were promised. Maybe we should hold some of these leftist Democrats accountable. You know, that's why we saw in Virginia, uh, we saw Bob McDonald win, a very conservative Republican. You know, we saw that state shift back, clearly moving back red. Um, you know, not uh, the blue state it was becoming, which, you know, God help us if, if Virginia turned blue. And we had a New Jersey, though. I wasn't a huge fan of Christie, but he's obviously better than Cordyline. Um, and in New Jersey, you're not going to get a real conservative because there's a lot of rhinos there. But nonetheless, you know, a lesser evil, so he won as well. Um, <clears throat> and so basically overall, I mean, you have the, you have the gay marriage uh, thing found in Maine and things like that. So you see that the trends are shifting towards the right now. President Hussein has had, him and his liberal allies have had nearly a year. And they've accomplished nothing. On the contrary, what they've done is completely reverse all the progress we made for years before that. And that's why they're paying the price now. And they can try and say all they want. Now, actually, just today, Tim Kaine, the, uh, the outgoing governor of Virginia, and 
the Democratic National Committee chairman, said that he expects that the Democrats will do well next year. Clearly this guy is delusional. You cannot have any sense of, of the political environment and think that's going to happen. They are going to lose ethically. I would put my money on the fact that they're going to lose the House. I mean, it's only, what, a 40, 40-seat shift, which would be less than the uh, 94 revolution. And it's possible they can lose in the Senate. There's a lot of seats where they're going to be vulnerable in. It is very, very, very possible. And yet they're going to try and pass it off, and they'll try their various manipulation techniques and all the other things that the Democrats try to do because they're Democrats and they lie and they're liberals and they have to do these things. So you'll see that, but um, they're going to pay the price next year. It's just really, I think it's really unfortunate that we have a situation um, where basically people bored after a while and they're like, wait, these Democrats, they're not that bad, are they? Oh, why don't we give them a chance? Um, I think we know that they're bad. Now, could we not do this again? We already have to put up with three more years of President Hussein and another year of the Democratic Congress. I mean, fortunately, when we get them out, what we can do is essentially halt the damage they're doing. But in, in the remaining year and change, um, they can do a lot of damage. They've already done a fair amount. I mean, they could do more, too. Um, <clears throat> so we have to be wary of that. You know, the fight's not over, but it's an uphill battle because of the position we're in now. So that's um, it's unfortunate. Okay, so we'll shift gears here to the um, little speech that President Hussein made recently. Um, okay, so General McChrystal requests 40,000 more troops for Afghanistan. And he gives him 30. You know, you can't spring for the, the full 40. That's what the general is requesting. And the only reason he's doing that, and of course he doesn't talk about victory because you can't say that. The only reason he's doing the 30 is because he realizes that uh, his political fortunes are in danger. So despite the fact that he's a hard leftist, and he goes around apologizing for America, and he's an extremist. Um, this is about political preservation, because it's always about Obama first. It's an ego trip. So if there's one thing that trumps his leftist ideology, it's his ego, as we see by what he just did. Um, so that's the real interpretation of what actually happened. People can try and, and sugarcoat it, act like, oh, uh, you know, he's doing the right thing, he's such a moral guy, but really that's not the correct way to perceive what actually happened. Okay. 347-308-8073, uh, if you want to be a part of the program. Um, hey, if you agree with me, you disagree with me, give me a call up. Um, I know that a lot of the liberals who listen to the show are too cowardly to talk to me. 
uh, I guess they can't compete intellectually. It, it, you know, it's unfortunate, but um, they're slow. We have to, you know, we have to appreciate the fact that these liberals, they have, ta- they have trouble, you know, processing information and and emphasizing points. So that's just the way they are. You know, we should treat them as being very special. So, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. But here's the problem. Let me get to the root of this whole Afghanistan situation. To me, this is the defining concern with that. What we're doing is, you know, they go and they'll call us crusaders or whatnot. Well, why don't we live up to that? Because even if a soldier there is off-duty, off-duty, not on the payroll, not on military government time, they are barred from any sort of preaching or proselytizing. Like, really? You know, maybe if we didn't have fundamentalist Islamic ideas, uh, which form a gigantic tumor over that nation, maybe if we didn't have that, and we actually spread some more sensible uh, theological thoughts, we wouldn't have these problems in that region. You know, why do we always get problems from Muslims? Why do we always get problems from that region of the world? Well, maybe it has something to do with the fact that they have extremist ideology. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that their religion is based on violence, is based on hatred, is based on evil. All you have to do is trace them back. There is no other... Trace the various religious strains back. There is no other religion which is founded and built upon hatred and violence and conquest by the the sword. That is the foundation of Islam. Evil. People can say, uh, you're Islamophobic, or uh, the especially uneducated will say, you're a racist. To which I'll reply, Islam is a race. I didn't know that, but you know that's what some of these moronic leftist radicals say. But no, no, it's the fact that look at any historical document, look at Islamic sources. What did Muhammad do during his life? <clears throat> he uh, conquered various territories and the Christians and Jews and pagans who wouldn't convert, he either killed them, enslaved them, or made them second-class citizens. So he went around conquering and pillaging the entire Arabian Peninsula. He would have went further if he didn't die before that. Uh, He went around raping. He had a bunch of wives, and especially he he married a a nine-year-old in his 50s, but in his defense, he didn't consummate it until she was 12. So, hey, what a good guy, right? Holy guy. You know, you compare this to... Jesus, you know, the root of Christianity, who preached peace and tolerance and a very, you know, never harmed anyone in his life. Very, very, very different roots. And you see that reflected in the way their followers behave. It really is that clear. But the, with the political correctness and the... Um, way the liberals perceive things doesn't allow for that. doesn't allow 
for a reason. It doesn't allow for the truth to come out. You know, for instance, I'll, I'll give an example which just happened today. Um, some of you listening play this game eRepublic, which I've talked a little bit about on other shows. Uh, and on the forums there, on, in the United Kingdom forums, people attack me for my views on Islam, to which I reply, you know, I'd say the truth. Well, Islam is based off of violence. It's a fact. And apparently, uh, I was threatened with a permanent or an indefinite ban because that is uh, that is racism. Apparently, they define it as racism. Meanwhile, there was so much Jew bashing and Christian bashing. But you can bash Judaism, you can bash Christianity. In fact, you can bash any religion as long as it's not Islam. What is the, you know, the, the, the one religion in the world that deserves this amount of criticism, that deserves to be attacked? Now, that is not to say that every Muslim is violent and a jihadist, which obviously isn't true, but many are. And the ones who aren't do not, either do not understand their religion or choose to ignore what it really is because, you know, it would be too much of a system shock, apparently. Um, or they'll be persecuted if they say anything differently. And I remember a few years ago, I called up the Saudi Arabian embassy in uh, in Washington, and I was asking the guy various questions, you know, about how they persecute different groups there and whatnot. And he tells me, oh, well, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia is 100% Muslim. Nobody is not a Muslim in Saudi Arabia. Really? Uh, that, that, that's interesting, because um, I guess there's one country where Everyone is the same religion and no one is anything else. That's pretty amazing. There are no dissenters at all out of 20-something million people there. Astounding. Wow, right? You know, I mean, this sort of ignorance and, and theocracy and tyranny, that is what Islam breeds. You know, that's why when you uh, attack Islam or you show a picture of the, the quote-unquote prophet Muhammad um, or you say, you know, negative things about it, how do they react? Do they react like other religions with peaceful responses? No. You insult Islam, you're going to get a uh, fatwa uh, declared on you, and we're going to try to kill you. That's the way they behave. So the religion of peace, if it's the religion of peace, why is it these you know, so-called these few extremists that go and uh, to say they're going to kill people? There's no other religion that does that. You know, I bought this PC stuff after 9-11, probably because I was too young to know anything differently, about, well, you know, these are just a few extremists, and, you know, Islam is really a very peaceful religion, and we shouldn't judge Muslims because of this. Um, you know, we shouldn't do that. And, but then, you know, pull the, veil, pull the uh, wool from, from off of your eyes, and you see the truth. That's not the case. You know, when you go back into historical arguments, people try and say, well, you know, there were Islamic jihads, but Christians had the Crusades. Well, that's not a fair comparison at all. Here's the thing. In history and in current times, violence among Christians, one, that's not part of the religion, and two, it's the exception, not the rule. 
with Islam, it's the rule, not the exception. Big difference. And obviously I tie that into the various roots. But during the Crusades, save for a few instances of clear crimes, obviously, because there were some, but save for a few instances, by and large they were to protect pilgrims going to the Holy Land, and they were to stop the conquests of Christian land by Muslims. You know, you look at the quote-unquote Muslim world today. North Africa, all the Middle East, that was all mostly Christian. And they took it all over. And what are they doing now? Look at what's going on in, uh, in Europe. Without firing a shot, without lifting up a sword, they are taking over Europe through massive immigration, sky-high fertility rates, and then you have the Europeans who are not having enough children, who seem content to their civilizations falling apart. And you know, some do care, obviously, but it's not enough. And anyone who says something about it, well, you get lambasted as being Islamophobic. No. It's okay to have some diversity in a society, but the people that come in should obviously immerse in the culture. It is not okay, uh, perfect example, in the Netherlands, if current trends continue, in 2020, only half the children born in the Netherlands, or uh, no, sorry, half the children in the Netherlands, not born, just half of the children, period, will actually be Dutch. And obviously most of the rest of that will be various is from Islamic countries. No. The Netherlands is meant to be Dutch. Italy is meant to be Italian. France is meant to be French. England is meant to be English. That's the way it is. That's what makes these countries great. But we see here now where it's very possible that everyone listening to this program in our lifetimes, you'll have an Islamic Europe. Doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Or if it does sound appealing, then um, I don't want to live in the world that you desire to live in, because it's a very scary place. Or it will be. But all right, three four seven three zero eight eight zero seven three. You can call in via your microphone or via the phone number. Um, talk about any topic you want. I know I've been gone for a while, so I want to chime in there and. Let me know what's on your mind. That would be much appreciated. Okay. Anyway, uh, we'll move on to another topic in the meantime while we're waiting for that. Why don't we... Oh, well, okay, let's go to an international issue here. Because I found this particularly interesting and... Uh, enlightening. In Australia, apparently, uh, three days ago, the, uh, I don't know how much the listeners know about Australian politics, but the Liberal Party there, which is actually the Conservative Party, it's confusing, but, you know. Um, but the Liberal Party there had this guy as their uh, leader of the opposition, Malcolm Turnbull, who was rather bland and not very conservative. I mean, the former PM, Howard, was somewhat, but not totally. This guy was more moderate. 
And so what they're doing now there is what they're trying. I'm going to tie this into the U.S. obviously. What they're doing there is they're trying to get this thing called ETS, which is basically cap and tax, but in Australia. Um, and so they, they held it up apparently in the, in the house there. Um, and there was such a revolt over this in the, in the Liberal Party that, about what Labor's trying to do, that they threw out their leader and replaced him with this other guy named uh, Tony Abbott, who is a super Catholic, really pro-life, really conservative guy. You know, so that's a, a, a breath of fresh air. You know, if we could do the same thing here, uh, and I, I'm pretty certain that people will realize there, like they do here, that, uh, hey, the liberal, well, not referring to the party name, but the leftist, you know, the leftist party in our country isn't doing a very good job. Let's throw them out. So you'll have that guy becoming prime minister there eventually, which is, is awesome. Um, you know, if God forbid Obama became, uh, won a second term, I think I would go there. Um, all right. Okay, I've talked enough. Why don't we go to the phones? 715 number. You're on the AJ Bruno show. Hello. Hi, AJ. How are you doing? Hey, I listened to your show, uh, Churchill's Corner. That was uh, a really cute British accent that you're doing. Oh, by the way, uh, this is Kevin McPhee, former MP from Scotland. Yes, real-life American. And, um, yeah, uh, I'd really like to point out the fact that uh, Christianity does have its extremists, too. Uh, need I remind you of the Ku Klux Klan? They lynched black people because they thought it was God's will. Oh, okay. Now, now, what, what did I say? I said it was the exception. If you actually look like the look at the number of people who died from lynching from the KKK, very small compared to the number of people who die from Islamic uh, terrorist attacks. But that doesn't matter, does it? Because if if it even happens one time, that apparently is more important to you than if it happens, you know, thousands of times to people dying from Islamists. I mean, you, I don't know if you were posting the forums or not, but I talked about this earlier. Um, so you, do you agree with the fact that it's okay to bash Christianity and Judaism? But if we bash Islam, that's over the line. That's somehow more important? Uh, I don't really believe it's anyone's right to bash anyone's religion just because they're a member of that religion. Uh, I myself am an atheist, so I really don't buy into the whole God thing because, frankly, religion just tends to fuck things up. But uh, um, violence in Islam really is an exception, too. Uh, if, have you ever read the Quran? I have read parts of it, and I've compared it to other documents. And there's, there's, no, there's no other, if you look at it per um, the entire book, the rate of violent passages in the Quran is far above any other holy, supposed holy book on the planet. Uh, how do you even explain that? You compare the Quran to the Old Testament, it's something like three to four times as many uh, percentage-wise. That's not even close. Okay, even despite the fact that the Quran says to tolerate the children of the book, i.e. the Abrahamic relation, or Abrahamic to religion. Tolerate them by subjugating them and... and Making them pay a uh, a tax, uh, what is it called? Jizya, uh, yeah. Making them pay a, a tax to be subservient to Muslims. That's tolerance. Yeah, I would remind you also the Old Testament is, yeah. Uh, my friend Mahmoud actually brings up a very good point. The Old Testament is very violent. Uh, I remember God asking Abraham to sacrifice his firstborn son. Uh, the flood that killed everything. Uh, the genocide in the Old Testament as well? Oh, yes. 
Ah, yeah. To defend, you know, the Christian God is always being a loving and caring and nonviolent God. It's a little bit hypocritical. Not really. The Old Testament is superseded by the New Testament. And actually... So you're um, saying... What you're saying is that Jews are inferior to Christians as well, is that it? No, I didn't say that. As far as I know. The Testament is part two. It's the continuation. Um, It's Judaism part two, essentially. Is that like the Empire Strikes Back? Okay, let me... What's that? Is that like the Empire Strikes Back? Uh, Uh, Yeah. Which, by the the way, was not better than than A New Hope, contrary to some people's work. But no... Well, look, uh, here's the thing. The Old Testament has never been used as a rallying cry to commit atrocities or genocide or, or go to war or whatever. But the Quran has been used countless times for that. It's always used to justify violence. That's a huge difference. So what say you to that, sir? I'm sorry, I was uh, too busy laughing. I couldn't hear you over the laughing of how ignorant that was. The ignorant are true. You know, they say when you have nothing to say, you've lost the argument. Either that or it's come to the point where logic ceases to work on someone who's uh, not being logical. Really, really. And how am I not being logical? I think I'm taking the evidence and I'm reaching a reasonable conclusion based on it. Well, you're trying to say that, well, the Bible doesn't condone violence, and then when I bring up the fact that the Old Old Testament is full, full of violent acts, all of a sudden that's not part of the Bible. Well, perhaps... But essentially arguing with you is like arguing with a coffee table. With really with a coffee table. Um and I don't suppose you happen to be a Unity Party member, do you? No, actually I'm a member of your ally, the FDP. Ah, the FDP, yes, yes, I see. Are are um, we all a bunch of uh, communist faggots? No, I actually like most of you, except Wesley is a bit of a douchebag, but um besides Besides that, uh, although you guys should come back because actually this is a good comparison to real life. When you when you break off the main party into a splinter group, that does more harm than good. It's better to be unified. Hello. Hello. Okay, I guess he hung up there. See, that's another another instance when when they give up. They'll either okay. Here's the thing: when liberals lose an argument, they will either yell at you, they'll curse at you. Usually, that's in conjunction, or they'll just hang up on you or stop talking or not nothing to say. When uh, any of those things happen, you know you've won the argument, and it is pretty pretty pathetic that they they can't they can't come up with anything reasonable to respond with. Because they have no good ideas to even say. It is so, so sad that their entire ideology is based upon nothing. It's based upon absolutely nothing. 
for instance, good comparison here, this uh, whole global warming nonsense, um, which the way the UN perceives it was based upon a couple studies which were found to have flawed evidence. Flawed evidence. And they use that to base their entire thing. You know, we ended up getting that stupid Kyoto Protocol, which every country but the U.S. has signed on to now, and this, this, this nonsense thinking, cutting carbon emissions, um, as if, you know, because carbon dioxide is a pollutant. Even though it's naturally occurring, we emit very little of it. That's bad for the environment. We're destroying the world. And unless we vastly deteriorate the level of advancement and, and quality of life, we're going to destroy the planet. I mean, this sort of fear-mongering based on lies. They have to cover up evidence. They have to lie about it. They have to make stuff up because they have nothing legitimate to say. They have no real arguments to make. They have no real evidence to back up anything. It is beyond pathetic. But yet people occasionally, as we know, believe what they say when it's a complete and utter lie. And then we have to put up with this for just too long. You know, I can't like, unless you completely shut yourself off from everything, um, there's nothing you can do to avoid it. I mean, I can't go a single day without hearing liberal propaganda, without seeing President Hussein on the TV and making some BS remark or reading an article about him. It's like, go away already. And if that wasn't bad enough, you know what's even worse? That these 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 non-stories, essentially, about um, uh, like what was it called? Uh, Crasher Gate or something? I don't care if two idiots want to sneak into a stupid Obama um, steak dinner or something. First of all, I I wouldn't even I probably wouldn't even go there for the free food. I need to look at him all the time. Maybe I would take it to go. Second of all, who cares? I don't care. This is not news. It's just annoying. I don't want to hear about this. If these people are guilty of any crime, it's actually liking him. That should be a crime. In fact, they should lock you up in an insane asylum for liking him. Just, just beyond. That. So yeah. Uh, anyway, three four seven three zero eight eight zero seven three. If you want to partake in the program, uh, call up if you have anything to say. I would love to uh, hear your comments. Apparently, there's some audio problems tonight, so I don't know. Some people are having trouble listening. All right, let's go back to the phone, 708 number. You're on the A.J. Bruno Show. Hello. They should have done killed that nigger. What was that? They should have done killed that nigger. (laughs) 
I suggest you talk normally because I have your number. So if you don't talk normally, I will give it out off the air. Who is this? Uh-huh. What was that? They should have done. Killed that nigga. <laughs> Are you saying the N-word? That's highly inappropriate. I, I demand you apologize to the audience because I am truly offended as a black man myself, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Should have done. Killed that nigga. <laughs> All right, that was good for some lulls, but uh, we'll shut that troll off there. By the way, uh, his number is 708-828-3023. I promised him if he didn't say who it was, I would reveal his number. So there you go. Anyway, uh, Is this working? Okay, we were having some some this, some sound difficulty there. I don't know what the deal was with that. My apologies. Um, Okay, I apologize for that. Uh, we had some sound or some tech difficulties, rather. This happens every so often. I don't know what the deal is. There's been times where you couldn't even start the program. Um, okay, I apologize for that. I know losing a good minute or two of listening to me is uh, just heartbreaking. And I apologize uh, for that incident there. And... Um, Okay, we're back on here. Okay, so why don't we get back to what we were discussing before. Uh, we were having some sound that will be there once again. My apologies. Okay, 347-308-8073, or press the talk button on there on the site if you want to talk via microphone. I'll answer any topic, answer any questions, and um, whether you agree with me or not. Okay, so... Here's another thing that's been on my mind. Um, it really bothers me when people say that they're Christian or Jewish or whatnot, and yet they support President Hussein, and they voted for him, you know, support him. Uh, well, how could, you, how could you belong to any sort of Judeo-Christian faith and support this man? 
everything he is doing is essentially against those beliefs. I mean, what if you do that sport? What, in fact, putting, even putting aside religion, how could you be a patriot and support this man? Everything he does is anti-American. He goes around the world apologizing for our country. He appeases the Russians and the Iranians. He criticizes Israel because he's an anti-Semite. He's, he's grossly pro-abortion. You know, even in the Illinois Senate, he wouldn't vote for an uh, infant born alive act from the, you know, if they're surviving a past abortion. You know, this guy is radical on social issues. He wants to have a socialist state, essentially. He's clearly anti-military, cutting 10% from our defense budget. Um, this man does not love America. This man is not a patriot. I would love to hear someone defend how he is a patriot. What is he... Do, do, do you think the founders would agree with anything he's doing? You know, I mean, I know anyone can grow up to be president, but I didn't know it, it, that means anyone. <laughs> but hey, I mean, I guess you can be born in Kenya, be a Muslim, you know, not be born in this country, and become the president of the United States. Anything can happen. Oh, how could you say that? I don't know. He wasn't born there, you, you bigots. Well, why won't he produce his birth certificate? It's always the people who are right that get called extremists or radicals. Look throughout history. It's always, it's always them. You know, he had a uh, certificate of live birth, which can easily be forged or whatnot. Why would his grandmother say she was at his birth in Kenya over a, uh, a family meal years ago? She, she mentioned that. You know, why, why all this secrecy? Why would there's actually a whole video, you could look this up on YouTube, where he says various things that referring to you know like our country being a Muslim country or he'll even slip sometimes. He'll say, you know, people criticize my Muslim faith and later he'll correct, quote unquote, correct himself. Maybe you're not correcting yourself. Maybe it's your subconscious actually saying the truth which is buried by your lies. Since you only have to read off the teleprompter anyway, you don't have to say anything. But take the teleprompter away You'll slip up. Okay, I think we have that, that troll back on here. Um, let's see what he has to say. Don't you love those liberal trolls? They're always good fun. I mean, they always really, really provide lots of good things to laugh about. You know, they never have anything, they never have anything intelligent to say, but we can laugh at their stupidity. You know, that's why I like to refer to myself, actually, as a conservative intellectual. When people usually say intellectual, it'll, you know, you think liberal, you think, um, you think, you know, but you can be a conservative and be an intellectual as well. Because, in fact, if anything, our ideas are the intellectual ones. The liberals have the same old tired failure arguments. Their socialist policies fail in, in, when they're put into place. Their socially liberal policies are destroying like, the fabric of our society. Their defense policies are leaving us vulnerable. There is nothing intellectual about that. In fact, on the contrary, it is pure stupidity. 
pure and utter stupidity. Let's see. I, I see someone say uh, Blackwater admits they were working for the CIA. Aren't they called XE now? I think they changed their name. Um, you know, the kind of... I mean, it's bad enough... I mean, it's horrible when our troops get accused of these various crimes and stuff, which most of it is complete nonsense. Um, then, you know, people say these contractors are doing stuff, too. Okay, if, if you're being shot, if you're being shot at by an American soldier or, you know, an armed contractor, um, chances are you're doing something to deserve it. Just like these guys in Gitmo, you know? These guys aren't good old nice guys who just got caught up, you know? They're being wrongfully accused. I mean, that's just... Yeah, actually, well, why don't we shift gears to that? I don't want to miss that topic. Um, moving this uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed up there to New York. And I, I love his, uh, his... The video... The, sorry, the picture when they caught him. Isn't that a great picture? I mean, talk about a, a bad... I would say bad hair day, but a, a bad everything day. I mean, wow. The guy just... Yeah, <laughs> but um, so this is outrageous. And then when they asked uh, Eric Holder, who shouldn't even be Attorney General, when they asked him, you know, has this ever happened before? Oh, well, he didn't know how to answer for it, now did he? Because this is all political. These guys should be tried by military tribunals. It's bad enough, you know, Geneva, the Geneva Convention shouldn't apply to them. And then for uh, the Constitution to apply to these guys, and you think, you think and especially, you think, look at it from their perspective, too. Do you think they want to be in a supermax? No. They're sitting pretty at a club getting on a tropical paradise. They're fine there. You know, I don't want these guys in American soil. This is nothing but liberal propaganda and politics. All right, let's go to the phones. We have a 609 number on the line. You're on the A.J. Bruno Show. Hello. Hey, A.J., it's uh, Derek. What's going on? Oh, Derek, thank you for calling up. Uh, not too much, just uh, arguing with a liberal earlier and trying to educate him <laughs> more. Yeah, I just wanted uh, to go back to what you were saying about how how can you be a Christian or uh, how can you be Jewish and support Obama. And I think that, you know, some of the reasons that they support supported Obama was because they felt that he had a coherent message on the economy and that he cared about global warming and the environment. They they say they say that, oh, we think that, you know, abortion and gay marriage don't really matter as issues and those issues are more important to them. So that's what I've heard from people that who are Christians or Jewish you know, they, they support I, Obama. I've heard that too. First of all, he doesn't have a legit economic plan. It's the same old tired, quasi socialist right, right. argument. Fail. And second of all, I, I, I like to emphasize this point. People, when people say the top issue for them is the economy, while the economy is important, to emphasize, to worry about how much money you have in your pocket over life or death issues like national security or abortion, I think is just selfish and, and low. And that's that's the kind of nonsense that the founders didn't want. People worried about self, 
self-interest and, and greed and not worried about the, the greater good, the greater moral good. And it's a sad reflection on our society that there are so many people like that. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, the Republicans in 2008, they absolutely failed in, you know, coming up with a strong message about the economy because that was the main issue during that election. And they just, you know, ran poor campaigns and didn't know what to say, didn't have solutions for the economy. And if the Republicans, you know, don't come up with solutions to fix the economy and just say no, they're going to lose to every election. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, you need a, a, a complete coherent message. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I went with Romney later on in the game, because he was, um, you know, people tried to sectionalize him, but it wasn't, it wasn't sectionalized at all, because most people who are conservative about one thing are conservative all around. And he said, you know, that conservatism is a three-legged stool, social, defense, and fiscal issues. I think you need all three. If you're missing one of those, that's really not, that's not what it's about. And... So we need to emphasize the whole package, but at the same time, there are certain things that should be prioritized. You know, the, all the money in our economy is not worth as much as the life of one unborn child. And anyone who thinks anything differently really has some serious issues. Money is generic and man-made and used to run our society, but you can replace money. You cannot replace murdered lives. Um, and I, we've gone to the point where people don't seem to care as much about that. And, you know, I know, like, there's a, you know, Christian left, for instance, which emphasizes uh, economic issues and uh, welfare and stuff like that more. I mean, to emphasize that stuff over life and death issues just doesn't make any sense. And, and you know, I mean, I mean sure, there's some pro-life people left in the Democratic Party, but uh, they don't seem to have much in the way of, integrity anymore, and they, they're pretty much being chased out. So the only solution people, sensible people, have to turn to if you actually are conservative on these social issues would be the Republicans, because the Democrats, while both parties used to agree on these issues, now you have an extreme leftist socially liberal party and a more traditional conservative party on those issues. So I think it's clear, it wasn't so clear in 2008 with McCain, but if you have a candidate where the, it's night and day, it, it, would, it works every time. I completely agree. So, uh, A.J. Bruno, you're a great American. <laughs> you're a great American, too, Derek. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for that input there. Okay. Uh, 347 308 If you want to call in the last... Uh, 10, 11 minutes or so of the program, or you can just click your microphone online there, and we will get you on. Uh, by the way, tell your friends we're starting up again. I love to do these shows and these ep these uh, seasons in spurts because I know people like me in, in measure, but after a while you get a little bit tired of it. So we're doing them straight through December 4th to 15th every night, 10 Eastern. You get me for a whole hour every night. I know it's a dream, isn't it? Uh, whether you're a liberal, you get to laugh and you get to get angry, or if you're a conservative, you get to agree with me and, and all that good stuff. So that is certainly certainly fun. By the way, if you're listening, if you're listening and you're, you know, why not call in? It's always a tiny fraction of the listeners who actually call. I, I guess some people are, are shy with that, but 
you know, we need to be loud about these things, especially if, you, if you're a conservative, if you believe in what this country was founded on, what this country was built upon. Now is the time to be loud, to be aggressive. And people try to say, you know, I, I get this a lot, you know, you're being too extreme, you're being too aggressive. Um, you know, you've got to moderate it a bit, you know, calm it down. No, that's what they want us to do. That's what our opponents want us to do. That's how they beat us. That's how they make us seem. We need to be loud. We need to be out there, getting the message across. You know, I have a group on, uh, on Facebook, Americans for Secession from Obama. I think it's coming to that point where we choose between losing the whole country or saving part of it. Because there are pro-American states and there are anti-American states. There are people in this country who love America and people who want to see it destroyed. It really is that, that tragic and that, that cut up. Not to say I want to see Americans killing Americans and bloodshed, but maybe we've got to the point where we have to say enough is enough. You know, are we going to put up with this forever? Are we going to sit here and watch the republic be dismantled, be destroyed? You know, someone mentioned uh, Star Wars before. So take a reference from Episode 3, which obviously not, not as good as the original trilogy, but the best of the, the newer one, uh, where um, Senator Amidala says, you know, when they elect uh, Chancellor Palpatine as their dictator, basically, uh, so this is how liberty dies, with thundering applause. Well, that's like the Obama election. With all those people in, the, in, that, uh, in that park in Chicago, and the name escapes me, applauding it. Well, liberty died with thundering applause. All right, back to the phones. Uh, we have Philip here, the late, the late Philip. Hello. Okay, so that was a joke in bad taste. But, I mean, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Um, AJ, uh, fact of the matter is, though, that anything without moderation can go too far, too far to the right or to the left, is not good for this republic. I mean, we're built on compromises. I mean, like, come on. That, that's part of what America is all about. That's well, how our republic works. Perhaps, but you're missing the point that in the past we had perhaps differences on the economics or some foreign policy issues amongst uh, Republicans and Democrats, conservatives and liberals, but we seem to agree on these moral social questions. Now we have a, a situation where it's polar opposites. And to me, if you don't win the debate on those questions, there is not going to be in America because we're going to have a country where – I mean, we see it now. People don't care about history. They don't care about faith. They don't care about tradition. They don't care about the values this country was built upon. And uh, to me, it, it's to the point where it's degraded to the to the level that if it's not changed soon, it's going to be too late. We're already digging a deep dark hole, um, and if we don't climb out soon, we're not going to ever climb out. Well, the problem with that is, is we build our own shovels. I mean, it's come to the point now that Democrats and Republicans don't agree with each other because the other side thinks this. Like, if you didn't have an opinion on it before, 
and someone who was extremely liberal said something that you didn't really care about, you'd probably take a diametrically opposed view to it just because you would associate it with their liberal ideals. I mean, to be fair, that's just part of human nature. If we don't like someone, we're not going to like what they stand for. And it's come to the yeah. point that where we just don't like each other. And that's not good for a republic or any other form of government for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's true. But to me, there are certain issues which there is no compromise. For instance, I, oh, I emphasize, I mean, you know, the life issue. There's no common ground people. on that. Yeah. yeah, murder is murder, period. You either say all murder is legal or it is all illegal. There's no middle ground on that. Um, and, you know, I, I love these people that uh, you should be able to emphasize with this who were, you know, Catholic politicians, and they say, well, I'm personally pro-life and believe life begins at conception, but I can't force that on other people. Even though oh, I you think mean like Nancy perfect. Pelosi? Did yeah. Did you know like that the, um, the United States Council of Catholic Bishops wrote, like, this huge petition that all but one of them signed and sent it to her that said, okay, you can't keep doing this? She was like, yeah. well, no, we did a poll, and enough people in our constituency said this, and then they replied, okay, it doesn't matter at all. You don't get to decide what we believe as a, a whole faith. And then she got mad and started complaining and being herself. So, <laughs> I, I, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I heard about that too. I mean, they basically are because they were born into it. I would like to see, you know, the Pope go and say, you know, if you're a Catholic politician and you vote for things that push these policies, you should first you should not receive communion, and then you should be excommunicated. Be Why not be aggressive? Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Because these people have no right. Uh, you, know, you can't do one thing and say another. I mean, it's, it's uh, and the meat will inherit the earth. Yeah, so. definitely. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for the call, Phil. We're gonna. All right. Move Talk on to here. you later. Um, Talk to you later. We got a few minutes left. We'll take another call. Uh, LOL Longsterder, you're on the show. What's up? Hello. You're on the program. What's up? Going once. Going twice. Okay. Um, you know what? We'll bring you back for a few minutes, Phil, because the other caller dropped off. All right, so any other matters on your mind? Uh, I don't know. Um, I am kind of happy that Obama decided to send troops in the end. I mean, it wasn't all that we needed, and it wasn't fat enough, but at least he made up his freaking mind. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, he's really cheaping out on it. And he won't say victory. Is it so hard to say, we are in to win? You can't say that word, apparently. <laughs> never say never. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, this guy, I don't want to put up with it for three more years. I really don't. It's so painful. Well, you know, it's almost the anniversary, so you can start coming down. Mark it up on your calendar with that huge uh, red yeah. pen. <laughs> I'm sure they have calendars Please. like that. I saw, I saw they used to have them for Bush, but <laughs> well, I got that as a gag gift once. Ah. Uh. Oh, say, did you hear about the uh, controversy over the global warming issue? Uh, with the UN and uh, those fake uh, 
reports and whatnot. The fake emails and yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier, actually. Oh, were you? I thought that was just insane because that's not the scientific method. You know, making up your information yeah. as you go along. Uh, well, that's what they do. I mean, <clears throat> the question is, do they believe these things? Who knows? But it's clear what the aim is. For instance, that conference mark. Now, allegedly, they're not going to try to get this Copenhagen Treaty passed. But if they do, it's going to establish a world government, which we have no choice over electing. And it's going to funnel hundreds of billions of dollars from our country and other Western countries to redistribute wealth to other nations. And using the guise of global warming and cutting carbon emissions as a as of the skies. I mean, it, you know, talk about New World Order. It's so blatantly obvious. And if, if something like this were ever go through, to me, that's the end of liberty. I mean, that is just the extreme of extremes. Oh, what brave new world is this that has such creatures in it? Um, it's, it's pretty insane. I mean, it's also fairly obvious, though, that we do need to do something to help those countries get on the socioeconomic ladder because, you know, the better everyone is, the better everyone else is. I mean, if yeah. we have trade partners across the world with raw resources that we can have access to, that's not a bad thing if we have to invest in it, but just taking well, of our course, money but not the under the guise of global warming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a scam. It's a scam to get us into a one-world government. All right, well, we're coming down to the last minute here. Uh, Thanks for calling up, Philip. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening to tonight's show. It's been delightful. Um, sorry for those who had sound issues or calling in issues. I We have those sometimes. Okay, we'll be back once again. We'll be back again tomorrow, same time, 10 p.m. Eastern to 11, just an hour a day. I'm asking for an hour a day for the next week and a half or so, the uh, 4th through the 15th. Listen in. You'll get educated. I'll tell you what, you will learn more on this program than you will anywhere else. You know, you, if you go ahead and listen to Hannity, well, Hannity didn't even go to college. He says the same stuff over and over again. You'll never know what I'm going to say. So listen in, call in, participate, tell your friends about it, join in on the lulls, join in on the fun. Lots of good times to be had. So for now, this is A.J. Bruno on the A.J. Bruno Show, the home of the conservative revolution. Don't forget it starts here. Join me again tomorrow for an all-new episode. It's been fun. See you later. Signing out for now.